0: So, I probably should have thought about this before I started streaming, but let's not hesitate or wait any time. Let's jump in and give Tony a call and get things going. Hello? Hey, Tony.
1: Hey, Mike. What's going on, man?
0: Not much. How you doing?
1: I'm doing well. Let me get this on. There we go. Now I'm here. <laughs> It's been a while yeah dude i'm glad that we can make this happen too yeah how's everything by you
0: i can't complain how about you
1: busy yeah no complaints here either um i'm not in Levittown anymore i'm in island park now um which is obviously different but uh another world as long beach is right here so a lot of the shows that we do are, are in uh, long beach which um makes it a little more convenient for me (laughs) right are you still in Levittown? yeah yeah nice man
0: i haven't been god i haven't been to island park in since sandy because i did so i did i helped clean up a little bit down there after sandy sure
1: that's nice like volunteer work or like for somebody or
0: uh for a family friend for a family friend yeah that's cool um, Well, I mean, it shows how shows how long it's been since we've spoken to each other. I mean, I've, I mean, I've kept up with your, you know, kept with you there, yeah, kept up with you on Facebook, and I knew you moved, but, um, yeah. So yeah,
1: time flies. You know how it goes. Oh yeah. High school and college, forget it.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's what it is with the, you know, especially with the pandemic and the fun we had with the pandemic. I mean, God. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I guess it may, I mean, timeline wise, it may not be the proper place to start, but I know during the pandemic you used to do the uh, porch talks.
1: Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. I'm glad you brought those up. People, I I loved doing those. Um, Yeah. They were, uh, they were good inspiration for, for me as well as for other people. Um, that was the intention of those. Um, and I hope it helped anybody. You know, I, I've actually had... I, I miss doing those. <laughs> to start, just to start this conversation, I sure do miss doing those. I just didn't... I had more time then, as most uh, people did. You right, know, and I figured, right. let me let me put some of my time in the right thing and I felt like doing that was was a nice way to shed light on some things that weren't getting attention things that needed uh looking at in a positive way that were just not being even looked at because of COVID so um it was fun for me uh I did put a lot of time and effort into it just like you do with what you do here and um you know and I I appreciate you uh noticing that (laughs)
0: oh yeah i mean if uh if sean evans has taught me anything it's you got to do your research (laughs) right right exactly yeah Yeah. and i spent a bit of time on your uh youtube channel and uh facebook pages and
1: (laughs) yeah some things are a little outdated on youtube i I know that but uh you know facebook and instagram i try and stay up to date on
0: yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> there's,
1: there's some old videos for sure. On
0: YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you got – a lot of your videos have more views than I do, so.
1: <laughs> I don't even know what's, what's up I, there. I know? mean,
0: music, 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 music. That's, that's what it does.
1: Yeah, yeah. You
0: know, but um. now was it just uh, – as far as the Porch Talks, was, was it just like your way of trying to get uh, – you know, keep yourself busy during – like. You know keep yourself from being stir crazy and that stuff from like being shut in you, you know what i'm saying like 100%. what was the what was the prompt for you to do the porch talk
1: um that was definitely a, a big a big prompt was exactly that you know you know just trying to, to do something but also it wasn't as as uh i guess what happens is you know i got so used to performing and part of the right. deal with performing live is you're taking people's worries away for you know the two hours or whatever you're doing it for and um i guess without that you know i tried to, i am trying to convey a way of doing that um besides the, the typical way which most people were doing also which was performing via facebook live you know, or Instagram Live. And I did, I did some of that too, don't get me wrong. But uh, it was right. just another way to um, shed some some positivity. Yeah, in a time where I had a little extra time and wasn't working at the time. And I uh, actually got into the studio and things like that once COVID started to open up a bit more, which helped me with my music, writing music, which that's a whole other subject that I haven't really touched, in a while um but uh, but, uh yeah I, I would I would just chuck it up to like you said is uh time and, and making the world a better place that's always what i try to do
0: well i mean that's i mean that's uh let me get a little lighting better uh it's uh i mean that's what a lot of us tried to do during the pandemic at least uh start mm-hmm. with ourselves and then uh you know start with ourselves and then work backwards i guess Mm. I you like know. that. Like, I mean, because as they always say, you can't make other people better if you're in the dumps yourself.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's true. Although many of the, uh, I always look to like the Robin Williams of the world and um, oh, yeah. who were suffering from the inside and just were unbelievable talents on the outside. Uh, well, I mean, you're right. I don't well, disagree, yeah, but. in that in that
0: situation, <laughs> it's where you don't want. Somebody to feel the way you do. Bingo. You know, bingo. I mean, I think all of us have, I think all of us have been there. Uh, That all of us don't, you know, all of the, the one thing that all of us want is nobody to feel the pain or the suffering that we feel. And, you know, I mean, unfortunately, that's one of the things that are left unsaid that, you know, because of the stigma with mental health, it's not spoken about nearly as much as it probably should be
1: i agree i a hundred and million bajillion percent agree um i'm a big proponent of of all things mental health and mm-hmm. um i have to agree even myself like i find myself struggling a lot to talk about certain things on social media platforms just because of what you just said it, it's become a stigma right once once you mention certain things you know um, about mental health, some people tend to turn the other way and, right. and disregard what you're talking about. But um, yeah, that's not on you and me. Cause we can openly talk about it, but that's cool.
0: <laughs> right. And, I, you know, I'll even mention uh, to those who were listening that I even went to Tony uh, last year about possibly working with Hashtag Hope, which Hashtag Hope was a charity that I worked with back in May last year. Uh, For those who don't know, number one, the hashtag HopeBot is always active in the stream. It is designed to give people any information and any... uh, It's there to help if you need it. But hashtag Hope is... uh, Their main focus is... um, Suicide prevention and mental health awareness. But the issue was that they are too small at this point to branch out into America as they are a Canadian charity. Right. Um but I mean Tony was more than willing to work with them it's just the reach that they have currently is not where they could sustain branching into America. But ju- that also shows how long me and Tony have been trying to do something together. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that true? <laughs> <laughs> um, In a minute. You know, but uh, but yeah, I mean, it's. Have you adjusted to back? You know, speaking of the pandemic, have you adjusted to things mm-hmm. back since? Things started coming back to normal. <laughs> or how have you? Adju- or how have you adjusted to life after the shutdown?
1: I think you said it best before, and that's that the world got faster since then. Um, I just felt like time stood still during during the pandemic. And um, ever since then, it slowly got faster and faster and faster. And now it's to the point where I can't keep up with the days. And I'm, it's just flying by. I, I definitely... In terms of, of life in general, with, with my work life, uh, um, it's I've had the busiest two years I've ever had. And I think it's because of pem- pent up, um, you know, people haven't gone out, people haven't, you know, for however long, they, it was a year and a half, two years, some people, where they hadn't gone out in a long time. So then, you know, they're whatever they had in their bank and stuff didn't matter to them because they just wanted to go out and see live music and they wanted to go out and enjoy themselves. Um, cause they got tired of, of being in. And even until 2000, we were still going into it into 2022, new year's of 2022. The, um, the pandemic was hitting again, you know, with the amount of COVID coming back around, um, that caused, uh, another scare and a large uptake uptick and that uh allowed for so many people to get scared again and that wasn't even that long ago That's right. a year ago from today right um but I guess to answer your question it, it's been a an efficient <laughs> uh, adjustment because <laughs> you had to be
0: right right yeah I mean I could you know I can attest to that because, I mean, I guess in a way it's, you know, now looking in hindsight, you see how much it affected everything, you know, how much, like, you know, I used to think I wasn't very affected by the pandemic and how, cause that's what I started doing during the pandemic. Collecting. Nice. Collecting wrestling memorabilia. I'm at well over 400 pieces now in three years, <laughs> that's epic. but the wall in front of me used to be completely bare and I think that the only reason why I made it through the early part of the pandemic was because of collecting and then in the latter half of the pandemic uh, July, uh September 2020 this is what that's when I started doing this. oh okay wow yeah, man
1: that's great. that's when that's I started you know, streaming.
0: So I, uh, would, I mean, it's hard to say now that the pandemic didn't affect me, just the idea of not, of very, being very limited to what you can do. Cause right now, I mean, I don't, I I will admit I don't go out that much, but having the option to go out is different than having the option where you not having the option at all exactly exactly
1: and and like you you've done yourself a lot of people have found the pandemic has given them a new niche you know right um and that's awesome right to to find something that that's see that's the one thing that that people don't always talk about but you see it a lot with people working from home now you know they've they've gotten a new style of life because of the pandemic oh yeah um and there are some things that i do miss for sure right um you know,
0: I mean, my brother and my mom before the pandemic, they were office workers, but now my mom, I would say I, I well I guess they both I, I well I guess they both work at the same pace at home. But right. I would say my mom probably works less at home and more at the office because she has more of an option to go in. Okay. Because so of her position.
1: Right, right. Yeah. yeah. I know a lot of a lot of places are doing Kind of like, um, what's the model like? Three days on, two days off, or something like that. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. 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 But I mean, to some more positive, uh, to more. Yeah, it's all
1: good. I could I could talk about that stuff, but.
0: (laughs) I (laughs) I mean, I I mean in every. In, you know, in every interview and in every conversation I've had, it seems like we always shift to the pandemic at some point. But uh Yeah. It, I mean, I guess the, the the best place to start is I mean, I know I I mean, we've known each other since high school pretty much and Yeah, absolutely. Yep. How how is it starting a band in high school and still being in the profession all these years later?
1: I never thought it would be. I'll start there. <laughs> um, I was a kid what was I 15 and uh, we started Floodwire you know that mm-hmm. was my first band with all, all Levittown um, from Division Avenue uh, students and I uh, I was not classically trained musician or, or anything of that imagination I didn't for I didn't perceive myself to even think about doing this um, David um at the time was one of my good friends he was starting up a band and he had said to me hey you know you know a lot of the music that we do and i said yeah i like to listen to it doesn't mean i can sing it <laughs> so he brought me into their uh rehearsal space and we started practicing um i really liked what they had going on there the guitar riffs and we started to just put lyrics over it and next thing I knew I was singing in a band. I really had no idea that it was gonna head that direction. I just I was always a big fan of Led Zeppelin, Bob Seger, basically anything you heard on P one oh four three, I listened to it. Um and Dave knew that. So we would always have conversations in mm-hmm. science class in high school. Um Dr. Pam, actually, I remember his class. <laughs> and um and so Floodwire began and then you know, it was it was a hobby that I took serious, you know. It wasn't
0: right.
1: a career. Um, and then in time, you know, I don't know, like anything else, I guess if you work hard and you just keep um, you know, working at yourself, working at your craft, um, it became something bigger and bigger. And uh now, you know, with crush and my own duo gigs, uh solo work. Um it's become a source of income, you know, and it's become a huge part of my life that I just never saw coming. Right. Um, I just, yeah, it was one of those things and became became everything to me because um, I guess there's a, it's just such an amazing feeling when I can... Look into a crowd or even if it's a play to one person, uh, I've played to crowds of one, I've played to crowds of thousands, mm-hmm. you know, just seeing someone ha- smiling or laughing and, and having a good time. And pr- I always say forgetting about their worries for
0: two hours, right. you know, that's, that's
1: priceless to me. I, and to get paid to do it doesn't hurt. <laughs> right. I mean, um, I
0: completely agree. I mean, that's how I feel about, yeah. st- you know, that's how I feel about streaming. I don't, it doesn't matter Same how many thing. people are watching Yeah, you just need
1: one, honestly. I always joke about that, but you just need one. If I made someone else's day that day, that's it. Because like you said earlier, when when somebody's down in the dump, that's always been one of my go-to thoughts in what I do every day. It's I don't want someone to feel as low as I have felt in the past. So when I've had such a low time, when I'm doing this, I realize that I'm giving someone – the opportunity to not get to that point at all. Right. And in
0: fact, get to the opposite.
1: You right. know, complete opposite end of the,
0: of the spectrum. You know, um, and, I mean, ironically enough, I had electronic music with David. Yeah. I was in electronic and music with David.
1: With uh, Mr. Harris? Mr. Mr. Harris, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: Crazy of course, guy. was with the guys from the baseball team. And we were we would just play games and you know you know just bullshit all all, all through the thing. Mister Harris didn't care because he was off with the guys who were taking the class seriously te- teaching them, <laughs> and we were over here doing you know and I'm like, mm-hmm. I mean <laughs> it was a pretty solid gig. I mean we, I sat down, listened to music, played games, and I mean the amount of games that I would find they would be like, how the fuck did you find that, and they we're like. I was like, well, I know where to look. Mr.
1: Harris's class.
0: Yeah. The best
1: class I ever had.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I would I would I would you know I would argue as far as high school is concerned, yeah. Same for me. <laughs> <laughs> not not for a good reason, but for Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't a lot getting done, let's just say that.
0: Yeah. Well, I I did a lot in Pac-Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, but I, I'll even put this out there that I probably should have uh, mentioned this earlier, that this is uh, Tony, local musician from the area. We've, Like I said, we've known each other since high school. He's a part of the band Crush. So if you're in a local area, I know you, I could be wrong, but you've performed, you mostly performed down at the Nautical Mile, right? Like in that, in that general vicinity. Ah, uh, the inn in, in Long Beach often,
1: which is uh, Long Beach. Um, I so, mean, we're nautical mile everywhere. Honestly, it's if it's on Long Island, then it's a music venue. We pretty much play there. You well, I was gonna I mean?
0: say Mohees, but I didn't remember if you. Yeah, know. yeah,
1: we've played there. Um, uh, just to name a few: Nutty Irishman in Farmingdale, um, uh, the Warehouse is in in Amityville, Eighty Nine North. Big venue in Patchogue, um, yeah. So pretty much any, anywhere on Long Island, from east to west.
0: Right, right. Yeah. Um, but I would also say that uh, I've actually, I'm actually, uh, I actually am using this to try out a different software that somebody suggested to me, as well, where, where I can make a command in the stream. And it would play a video and let's show off the video now of mr Tony singing told me long ago, i got it from your youtube channel so awesome. it been- when you say uh, have, you have you ever, ever seen, the seen the rain it's a clip from when you sang, have you ever seen the rain, nice. know, seen the
1: rain? A- a- A-Lish. A-Lish. um
0: but yeah uh well i say i say that because usually i do the intro at the beginning but me and Tony just hopped into the conversation like we've known each other for, you know, <laughs> you know like we've known each other for X amount, you know. Um, and uh, by the way, uh, Leash says hi. Uh, Leash is from the chat.
1: Hello, hello. Thank you for having me.
0: Of course. Um, <laughs> but ironically enough, I will put it out there that I don't really talk to many people I went to high school with anymore. I mean, yeah. Outside of you, and you were too great. Uh, you, you were you were my brother's grade. Were you?
1: I'm twenty. Um, geez, it's been so long. I graduated the 2011 or, high school.
0: Was my so you year. were okay? So you were the year before my brother, because right. no, no, you were the year before we were, me. You were the year my after dad. my brother.
1: Correct. You're my sister's age.
0: Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I graduated with your sister. Yeah. That's it. Well, I, I knew we'd figure it out eventually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> po- point it's is... it a long time, man. Yeah.
1: 2011? Yeah. I'm going to
0: be in 2023. Yep. Po- point is, we went to high school together. Um, and you know, as you heard us reminiscing early on about, you know, some classes we had, but, um, now, uh, well, if you, just so anybody knows I have the list of stuff that I did from my research down next to me. That's why I keep looking down. Uh, Yeah.
1: I've been in your shoes. I get it. (laughs) (laughs)
0: uh why not uh why not touch it a, i know you touched upon it a little bit when you were talking about uh when you were talking about starting a band in high school but musical influences absolutely
1: um led zeppelin i'm gonna just start there
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh right there <laughs> if you can't you know if you can't
0: tell <laughs>
1: uh, yeah i i was i was 10 years old i was uh, listening to the entire Led Zeppelin albums, all of their uh, 10 albums. And then it turned into Bob Seger, Rolling Stones, um, The Doors. I was a big Doors fan. Um, uh, David Bowie was a huge influence to me. All these icons, rest in peace. I'm sure I'm mentioning so many of that, of course, have fallen um, and Fleetwood Mac? Uh, of course. Yep. Fleetwood mm-hmm. Mac. Jeez, uh, man, I could go on forever. Uh, All the notes, um, CCR, even Elvis, Metallica, U2. Um, and, and it's funny because you, you get a lot of influences from these artists who everybody knows and loves. Um, but then in the modern era, a lot of newer bands came around that obviously took stuff from these bands um that aren't as popular Mm -hmm. but um i've gotten influences from from bands such as like uh the darkness i don't know if you guys have heard of them they do um um i believe in a thing called love it was a popular song um uh and then and then i found myself listening to harry styles became one of my big uh, influences later on in life I how that happened I it surprised me but I love his music I love his his performances I go to just as many about as many shows as I can when he's performing um yeah so I mean it's basically if you're gonna ask me what are my influences in a a nutshell Q1043 anything you've ever heard on 102.3 BAB or Q1043 that's probably my influence um and then, in terms of today's age, uh, as a performer, we've learned that the most times people want to hear those '90s and 2000s songs, like the right. Mr. sides and um, you know, like the Killers and and Blink One Eighty Two and um, you know, Valerie by Amy Winehouse, everybody loves. Um, so, very diverse, but the roots are in blues classic rock.
0: (laughs) Well, that also goes to another question that I noticed that a lot of your music revolves around the seventies and eighties. Yeah. And with your influences touching upon, I mean, with you touching upon your influences, that's the likely reason why that's the case. Am I fair in that estimation?
1: Absolutely. Great estimation. I mean, for, uh, In the music scene, too, you know, I'd love to go out there and play all the songs that I love, right? but people aren't going to jive to that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm someone who likes deep tracks, you know, a little bit more than I like the the typical things that are on the radio, like that, you you know, you're going to hear every day. Um, I get more satisfaction in listening to those songs, um, but I know that performing them you know, that would not be the same reaction. So, uh, you know, I have to give a little to get a little, I guess, if you will. You know, you got to play well, yeah. Ne- you might not necessarily want to play, but um, you still get the rush because, you know, you're, you're making someone's
0: day. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. And, you know, I mean, I know that performing on the island, I'm sure that there are certain songs that you could play and get a pop from the audience every time
1: don't matter where you're playing, Uh you know, uh, for us that that's Valerie by, uh, by Amy Winehouse, all all ages. I mean, if you're, if you're 70, you know, that song. And if you're 20, you know, that song, why? I don't know, but everybody loves Valerie and I I love it. Um, uh, another one that always really goes over well is like, um, we do smooth by Carlos Santana is, is a car as a as a fan favorite for people um and rob thomas um we also do a lot of queen and that's now become you know the world's favorite band as as we like to call it um and it's just it's an honor and a a great feeling to know that us you know crush as a band has been known for our our queen covers um which isn't you know an easy task so i'm I'm proud of that that we give it justice and people uh definitely come to our shows to see queen uh, right. songs so that's all ages again you know I play that at the end to a crowd of mostly 21 to 28 year olds you know we'll be playing somebody to love or or crazy little thing called love or um fat bottom girls and the place goes wild you know right um, and then sometimes you'll break into out into like weezer song and you would think everybody would know it and then they don't and you're like wait a second how come queen is working but like (laughs) weezer won't work like
0: (laughs) yeah i mean that's and that's you know part of the thing and i will segue back to that in a second but as long island natives you gotta i mean and and with your influence with your musical influences being in the 70s and 80s yeah billy joel
1: yeah, of course. Uh, of course. I mean, as a band, I'll be honest, we don't often cover him. Um, but when I play the acoustic duo, we always play him. Right. Um Jimmy and Jimmy and I play um we'll do like uh oh god, what the heck? I always say it. Um I always forget the name of the song. Uh Calm Out Virginia.
0: Don't let me wait.
1: Oh, oh uh, longest,
0: uh, no, that's not longest only the good die young, yeah, that's Thank what you. it is.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and that's every time we start that song, everybody starts singing along. Yeah.
0: You no, know. uh, I mean, yeah, so Billy Joel for sure, for sure. And there's so
1: many long island musicians, famous long island musicians in the world,
0: right? You know, and uh, but there ain't many songs that mentioned uh, our hometown, no, <laughs> like Leningrad does
1: yeah (laughs) dude i uh i talk about that a lot i actually met billy joel once which was pretty cool um and it was kind of funny i basically gave him my whole story i was like yeah i grew up in levittown i used to drive up to the green you know and and go to get dimaggio's pizza uh which was you know where they you know they used to hang out and um I still play over there sometimes at that, the bar, it's called the Double L Tavern, next door to DiMaggio's Pizzeria, yeah. and, um, you know, I, I spoke to Billy Joel about this whole thing, and basically, it was like, I'm a musician, yada, 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 telling him all my details, and <laughs> he didn't have much to say. <laughs> uh <laughs> And I guess, you know what, if I was in his shoes, I guess I wouldn't have much to say either. It's like, right. great, great kid. You know, you came from my town. Awesome. And you're a musician. Cool. Like, you, right. know. you know. And so I was just, I basically told him, you know, thank you for all your influence. And he said, you're welcome. And that was pretty much the extent of the conversation. About that. <laughs> yeah, I, I have mixed reviews on, on my feelings of that conversation because I was like, oh, I meant Billy Joel. And then the end result was kind of like me having diarrhea of the mouth, right? And uh, him just being like, "Okay, you're welcome. Peace out. Have a good diet, life."
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean that may you know, it's a uh, hard conversation. It's a hard time when you uh, talk to your uh, <laughs> musical I- or idols. Oh somehow. yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. And, I mean, and- I've never. I mean, I've met certain people and i've also left certain people dumbfounded that i actually know who they are oh really no
1: like like who anybody in like uh uh
0: in in the
1: wrestling world or
0: yeah it was a backstage uh, a guy who's more known for event uh handling event production and stuff like that but because of how thorough i am with knowledge of the background scene and i mean I mean, you know, I left the guy dumbfounded that I actually wanted a picture with him. But I'm like, I know who you are and you're, you've been in the business for 30 years. So, yeah, I'll take a picture with you.
1: That's flattering, though. Do I know
0: where the picture is? Not really, but <laughs> 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 I, I took a picture with him. <laughs>
1: right. That's so, cool. Gary, I Gary that's Jester. i like, sure you made his day. Who, who was know, that, anyway?
0: <laughs> Gary Jester, if you're, if you're listening. <laughs> or Gary Jester, if you're... <laughs> but yeah, that I mean, awesome. you know, my, my dad would always tell us the story about how him and Billy Joel went to the same school. Oh really? Yeah, they both went to the school in Hicksville. They both went to both went to school in Hicksville.
1: Right, right. Yeah, now, yeah.
0: I think Billy Joel was a few grades ahead, or maybe his co maybe my dad's cousin was in the same grade or something like that. Yeah, as Billy Bill Joel was like
1: seventy two, I think.
0: Um. Uh, but the point I wanted to make put a segue I mean uh put a pin in to get back to before I made the point about Billy Joel was uh the importance of crafting the show based on the audience and like not being stubborn when it comes to I want to play like you said earlier if I wanted to play the music that I just wanted to play rather than what people want to hear like is it where like you have the start of a like do you go through where you know like music uh comedians you know play the smaller shows to craft up their act and then once they get to the bigger shows they have their act down pat. Like do you do do you have the same like like you're start, the start of your rotation mm. and then you craft up the show as you get to the bigger shows or do you have like a plan in mind?
1: See, that's a very very apt analysis and comparison because in my life this is I'm a little different but this is how I would definitely be parallel to what you just said when Jimmy and I have the duo shows as as me singing and Jimmy on guitar and sometimes I play a little guitar as well uh, Jimmy and I tend to test songs with the crowds at those shows so but they're he, usually smaller crowds. they're usually dinner crowds you know we play to, uh, the the duo shows tend to be more dinner crowds and rather than like, you know, late night party, everybody's just going out to drink kind of crowd and dance and, and watch the band. And with those, we'll, we'll rehearse a song with the full band in, in our practice with spaces. Mm-hmm. And then we can bring it to a smaller gig with Jimmy and I and see if people dig it, just the two of us. And I've always felt that, if a song's good with just an acoustic guitar, it's going to be even better with a full band. So right. many a time, that's kind of how we contest the waters. And like for uh, one example, just off the top of my head, 1985, Bowling for Soup. I'm sure you're familiar. Did we just hit the wall? You never had it all. Anyways, um, mm-hmm. Jimmy and I did that one time, acoustic, and the whole place was singing. And I'm like, well, you know what? If it's going to work acoustic, it's definitely going to work with the full band. And so that's what we've done a lot of times, is we've tried something acoustic and we knew it worked. So then we brought it to the band and it worked with the band. Um, so that's definitely one of our approaches. Um, but also as a band, we do a lot of research and a lot of homework. Um, I don't know exactly what every band out there does, but I can tell you straight up that we perhaps we at least once a week. Um, you know, and we all have full-time jobs. You know, this is not our, our only gig. Um, so we rehearse once a week, and we also create set lists down there in the studio. And, um, you know, we work hard at it. I'll tell right. you, man. We work hard at it. And we create set lists um, to, to basically tailor the venue we're playing. Right. Because some nights we've, we've gotten to a point where... We play all different kinds of venues. Like I said, we'll play the inn with 21-year-old crowds, and then we'll play, you know, The Warehouse in Amityville, which is kind of more of a mixed crowd. You know, I would say starting age is like 40 a lot of times in those crowds. So, you know, not that they don't like those 2000s songs and the 90s songs, but they tend to, you know, gravitate more towards the 80s and 70s a little bit more because they grew up in it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um yeah, it's, it's, it's like anything else, it's research uh, right. and, then, and trial and error. Right, <laughs> right. Sometimes we do things, I can admit this, that we rehearse the hell out of and we feel so good about it and we're like, this is going to be so good, you know, and then we play it live and one night a- and the reaction is just like not what we expected. You know, right. we're expecting everybody to sing it back to us. And it doesn't happen, and then we're like, you know what? Maybe it was the venue, and then we bring it to a different venue, and then it works out fantastic, you know, and everybody's singing it. So, it, it, right, it's very um, mm-hmm. based on based on the clientele,
0: as, right. as the question right. you, right, asked, right, right, right. you know. Hmm. Um. I will. Right. Uh. Just Sorry. making a. Making notes. Um, well, I will also put it out there to to chat just to leave it to you guys that if you guys have any questions throughout the stream, feel free to just throw them out there. And same to you. If you have any questions to me, this is more of a conversation rather than an interview. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Sorry. Um, uh, but what i uh well yeah i mean that's the that's the bit of importance and i think a lot of people also uh undersell how important that is crafting the show and putting in the effort putting in the work knowing the direction and you know it's also like i i used to be told by somebody that sorry I, go ahead i'm listening i would say that they that music that tells a story is better than like you know uh, how do you put it uh, music that is more crafted for the radio if that makes sense yeah from somebody in that perspective do you like do you think it's a matter of opinion or do you have a preference one side or the other
1: uh, I mean. <laughs> Everything's always up for
0: interpretation. Is is the easy answer right. out? <laughs> um, yeah, well, I would I
1: mean. Uh, I, go ahead.
0: Well, I was gonna say I'd give you an example just to give a little bit of an easier, um, like, my uh, old school country music as opposed to new age country music. Like the old school country music was more telling a story. The new age country music is more you know, about drinking, you know, relationships, you know, shit like that. Yeah,
1: I am not <laughs> I hate admitting this because people
0: are and so I'll get to your question to, in a second a leaf, right after this.
1: I hate admitting it, but like I, I just I don't get the whole new country thing, but that's a side note, right? <laughs> people love it. I mean, I have a different interpretation. I, I
0: love it. Depend. I, I'm a big country music proponent, but it depends on who. I have my favorites. Me that
1: Chris Stapleton is country. I, I mean, I'm a huge Chris Stapleton fan, but to me, he's not country. He's more soul, he's more blues. And then I listen to like an Eric Church. Okay, that's country. You know, right. That's I, I, from, yeah. I you mean, know. I think it may
0: be that people view Chris Stapleton as like, I know him from country, so I view him as country
1: i think that's what it is also
0: right but we'll put a pin in this and get to the question sure. for, we'll p- put a pin in this and get to the question from chad because leash has a question for you do you not find it hard uh find it so hard because it is so competitive that you know so many bands so many singers like do you not find it as a very you know uh i guess a competitive field to be in extremely
1: i mean I'll just, I'll tell you straight up, it's the most, sa- I feel it's one of the most saturated um fields you can be in because everybody has a band now. I mean, right. no one's stopping anybody from saying that they're a band, you know, it's not like you have to pass a a test to become a band, you know what I mean? Right. Um, so everyone's doing it um, and they're bringing out their friends and because their friends are going to support them, which is, they should, you know, right. it's a great thing. But um, what oftentimes I see is it becomes saturated. So let's just throw this for, out there for example. I have a band. We're, we've been around for a while. We're doing well. You know, we have a good big following. Everything's going great. Mm-hmm. But now, and we're getting paid. You know, let's say I'm just being stupid, throwing out dumb numbers. Ten dollars a show. Now everything's great. These these are not obviously regular figures. But now because everyone else is starting bands, now these venues can decide, you know what? Yeah, Tony's band's great, but this this band's going to come in. I don't care what, care what they sound like. They're bringing all their friends. So I'm going to pay them $10 also. So it's it becomes the problem with the business to me is because of the oversaturation, it's very hard to get pay increases. It's very hard to compete. Because it is so competitive, so because there's so many bands out there, all these venues have the advantage; they can pay, right? Kind of what they want. I mean, listen, if you're if you sound terrible and you're not bringing anybody to the shows, they're they're losing money. They're not going to obviously right. hire you. But there's a lot of bands out there um, that bring a lot of people that right. might not sound, you know, the best, quote unquote. But because they bring people, a venue doesn't really care. You know what I mean? Like, right, uh, right. So there, there's that aspect of it that kind of stinks. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, I think once you've gotten past that point and you've gotten to a professional level where, you know, you have a certain, you know, um, amount of money that you as a band, you know, uh, kind of won't go out for less than, if you will. Right. You know? Then we've 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 worked that way towards that. You know, we've been doing it long enough where it feels um, like we've stepped into another level, right. which is such a such an accomplishment, and I'm grateful for it. But um, that's the downside to me is, especially as a starting band, you know, it's hard to just come out off the ground. Right. Even if you sound great, you know right. what I mean. Like mm-hmm. it's going to take you time. But the other aspect of it is too. And I'm, now I'm running in circles. Um, but if if you are a good band, the people will follow you. You will get paid. You know, it's just, it's, you know, you put in the work like anything else. So,
0: yeah. Very competitive, to answer the question. <laughs> right. I mean, but has it gotten easier or harder being in the business as long as you've been?
1: Um, it got easier because I allowed it to get easier for me. I, um, right. Right. I think I, I, I think I stopped um, doing it more for, for, for other people, like, say it like that, I think I started to do it. I think it became more of a business at some point, mm-hmm. where I started to realize that it's, a, it's, you know, I'll say it five, let's say five years ago. I would play to anybody at any time, you know. Any bar hired me, you know, because it wasn't as much of a a career. Now it's become a career, so right. you have to you have to have standards. So right. that's really what it comes down to for me.
0: Right, and, and it became, and it became part of my career. Allow yourself to be like unique. You know, there's got to be mm. like, a, a sticking point that pushes you towards. Why are they gonna pick you as opposed to somebody else? Exactly,
1: exactly, and that's where like the queen stuff comes in,
0: right? You and know, you know if you keep, if you keep people rocking and you keep people, you know, buying shit and you know going down that you know going down the road where you know it's one o'clock in the morning and every and they still got a fucking packed house. Bingo, name of the know. game. Keep them there. We always <laughs> say, as long as we can keep them there. <laughs> exactly, exactly.
1: And that's the best feeling, I'll be honest, is like, when you start a show, let's say at 10 or 11 o'clock, and you're last set, you're done, and it's 2.30 in the morning, and it's the same amount of people as when you started the show Mm -hmm. at a a bar, like, I mean, you did something right, you know, (laughs) or the bartenders did something right.
0: (laughs) Hmm. Oh yeah, that, I mean, it, it, one way or the other I mean, you know I mean, Slip <laughs> the bartenders a little extra You know <laughs> They'll take care of you Yeah um, You know, but uh, back to the <laughs> Back to the point And I'm sure he does, Leash uh, Back to the point that we were talking about Before uh, we segued to Leash's question That You know, the, the person would say Like, uh, you know, Jason Isbell you know a country singer from back in the day or maybe the 90s or early 2000s something like that i'm not really sure yeah. where he's from but like songs that he would do where he would clear like you could tell he's telling a story in the song or like a billy corgan would tell a story in the song yep and you know that that is better than the music made for radio but it's like isn't it sometimes better to go the route of what will get you noticed? To allow yourself to do the songs that will tell the story.
1: Yeah. As as a. Yeah. Yes, I'm just gonna say yes. I agree with that. Um, because it, it brings people, it gives people ethos. You know, there's feeling right. when you're telling the story. Um, and then, and like you said, and then you can write the radio song.
0: right and you gotta like you know the door may be open but you gotta find your way in yeah you know i agree with that well now we've reached a point in the conversation where uh we reach into our guest instagram and uh you know it's called explain that gram now i'm gonna (laughs) boy. (laughs) (laughs) you know it's uh that's what it's uh this is the part of the show where we take a deep dive into our guest instagram it's called explain that gram uh, where we pick a random picture. You know, I guess I've seen a few hot ones. <laughs> I don't actually do it. Maybe one of these days I actually will. But uh, it always gets a reaction, so that's why I do it.
1: Oh, I gotcha! I gotcha. I like, Is this really <laughs> happening? Because I, I, I'm, I'm interested. I'll do whatever.
0: <laughs> uh, for that I would have actually had to have done research on uh, pictures on your Instagram. <laughs> but <laughs> it's usually
1: it's usually pictures of of. Me performing, my girlfriend and I, um, sometimes my dog.
0: <laughs> well, I know, I, I, you know, I uh I know certain people in the stream would love to see pictures of pets, but. Um, mm-hmm. Uh. But yeah, I mean, I. <clears throat> I've. Uh, well, as you can see, I take a little bit of influence from Sean Evans, but, uh, yeah, you've mentioned him. Yeah. Hot ones is, uh, one of those, uh, things that I've taken. (laughs) Shut up, Leash! (laughs) Petition for the dog to be interviewed. (laughs) Hold on. Asking you shall receive leash. There's Tony's everybody. Say the name again. I was talking to Ziggy. Ziggy. <laughs> Ziggy, say hi. I knew you. I knew you'd love it, Leash. I knew. I I knew you'd love seeing the dog.
1: <laughs> Wave to everybody, Ziggy.
0: <laughs> Ziggy got a haircut today. It looks like it. He's a fluffy. He's a fluffy, dog. <laughs> fluffy dog-o. Yeah. Yeah, he's an Australian Shepherd mixed with a poodle. And Leash said hi, Ziggy, and said so cute. I also. Oh, yeah. I, I, I must. I, it's it's like I knew you. It's like I know you, Leash. I knew you'd love seeing the. I knew you'd love seeing the animal. <laughs> or you would have tried to push me to show you know go into Tony's uh, Instagram and uh, uh, look at pictures, but. He's on there somewhere. <sighs> yeah. I'm sure he is. We we will if
1: not you'll catch him on a story.
0: Right. <laughs> we will we will go over social we will go over social media in a minute. But uh <laughs> but um I know you've spoken about uh, I know you've spoken about uh you know how difficult it is nowadays with, you know, how like saturated it is and yeah the
1: industry for sure
0: right and i well considering the fact that you have been in the like considering the fact that you've been in the industry as long as you've been and Mm. you've seen it you know the changes and all that all those other aspects do you think it's easier from how you started is it easier to go that route like you did now or is it harder now to do the route that you did to get into the music business? You know, I should think about that more.
1: Um, so I'll say this being that TikTok is around,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which I do not participate in, which I know I should. <laughs> um, Everyone says that it's a lot easier to go viral Mm -hmm. today. You know, ten I saw a stat that ten percent of small businesses go viral from TikTok. Um so I guess if you want to go from that perspective, that uh if you're a new band, you can just put stuff up on TikTok Mm -hmm. and and that could get you whatever, you know, some sort of notoriety. Mm -hmm. Um for for me personally um, you know, I don't do that. So we, we went the old school route and we wrote our own songs as kids and we just tried to come up to the scene. We weren't getting paid really much to play. Um, but I just stuck it out. So I I guess it's easier in terms of you, if you're trying to look for like some sort of viral activity today, but if you're looking to just be a live band and, and do it, um, I don't know. I, I, I'd have to really think about that. I, I, I think the yeah. viral aspect helps you, though. I do.
0: Yeah, I, I would agree. And I'm not, I, I, just to point it out, I wasn't <laughs> laughing at what you were saying. I was looking over at something and laughing. Yeah, yeah. At, laughing at they were, or trying I have not feeling. <laughs> to I, I was trying not to laugh as you were talking. It's all good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, at least wanted to know what instruments you play. Uh, lead
1: vocalist, and I also play a little guitar, um, mm-hmm. but when I perform with the full band, I, I just, I'm more of a frontman.
0: Yeah. And uh, Kieran says, hello from Scotland.
1: Scotland, very nice.
0: Scotland, pretty cool. Uh, Scotland is represented, and also uh, uh, the UK, England.
1: Wow. Do you get people from, I guess, all over? I mean, that yeah. says it right
0: there. Scotland, England, Australia. Uh, I think I've gotten people from the Middle East. Wow. Um, other places that when they don't tell me where they're from. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's so cool, man. That's yeah. so cool. I'm, uh, South America, too. Uh, I think Brazil. Nice. I haven't seen that guy in a while but uh, I uh, early on it was somebody from South America
1: very cool yeah. Um, that's cool man I I've never like you know I know people listen to like my music and stuff from different countries right. and whatnot but like uh, to interact
0: with them for you that's got to be pretty cool oh yeah uh, yeah I mean I know I'm, I know I should but I will ask more from the perspective of soccer fan because I'm pretty sure he just asked about soccer Mm -hmm. I wasn't going to ask because I had are are you a soccer fan or not per se (laughs) I'm I'm more of a baseball and football guy you know like a typical okay Okay, Leash okay okay I know I can't (laughs) say soccer with Europeans in the the chat oh it's football (laughs) that's right I, I know I can't say soccer with Europeans in the chat I, I know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what and what is what is what is our football? American football. How's yes. what is that considered? Yeah, American it's American
0: football. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And Leash says she plays a little bit of piano and a bit of guitar, or she plays piano and can play a bit of guitar.
1: Yeah, I mean they do uh, coincide mm-hmm. when you know how to how to learn the, each of those. Um, I always feel like if you know how to play the piano, you can play the guitar and people say vice versa, but I think it's better to know the piano before, mm-hmm. you know, the guitar. I'm very, I'm not great at piano. So <laughs> that's why I say it because right. I learned the guitar and I find the piano is challenging where I think people who know the piano
0: find the guitar to be easy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Le- Elish says it gives her hope for the guitar because she learned there the you piano go. first there you go that's just my take I, I I you know it's it's like you read my mind leash I was actually gonna ask what you learned first but uh, you basically gave it away by saying the piano by saying that uh, right now uh, one one thing that popped into my head when we were talking is if you could put if you could put one word like just the thought of like Being on stage and looking out and seeing all those people, you know, seeing so many people singing along with me, even from a standpoint of somebody that have never has never done that and will never do that. (laughs) Because I'm not like, like, I'm not, you know, on your. I'm not a singer. Let's put it that way. I never thought I'd be doing it either. Let's just say that it's not not for everybody. (laughs) Um. If you could put a word, and I, this will segue into Alicia's question, if you could put a word on that feeling when you're standing on stage and looking out, or even a few phrases, like how does it feel in that in that moment? How does it feel? Uh, I, I have something I do every show. Um,
1: it's, and I, and I always have to remember to do. It. Uh, at one point in the show, when things are really good, whether it be an indoor or an outdoor show, I don't think about anything and I just soak in what's going on mm-hmm. at some point. And so when that happens, I always have like a memory right. of that night. Right. I always try to remember this one particular memory of the night. So in one word, um, uh, I don't, surreal. I'll just say surreal.
0: It, it's it's fair enough yeah Fair enough and just to put it out there now before we go i will share something with you that i had a thought about but we'll we'll get to it at the end after all the questions are done we got some questions from the chat though uh do you still get pre-gig nerves <laughs> i like that question um <laughs> so uh,
1: yes and no it's very dependent on when where where i'm playing um. The the short answer is no, but sometimes, every now and again, they sneak in, and it's usually for the reason of where I'm playing. Right. If I've if I've played if it's a new place that I'm maybe very like uh, not sure of who's coming that night or mm-hmm. if, I'm not, if I don't think it's going to be busy, I might get a little nerves. Mm-hmm. Um. But a shot of tequila before I go on usually does the trick
0: shot of tequila usually helps. And I think I think Leash would agree with that too. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> tequila's her favorite drink. Ah, nice. Yeah. yeah. Same uh, here. Yeah, mine too. Uh, uh, tequila's up there. Uh, tequila's up there for me, but we could talk about, you know, if, we're, if we start talking about alcohol, we'll be here for a bit. <laughs> uh, I'm getting to your question now, Kieran, relax, relax. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Kieran, I'm sure jokingly, well, he did jokingly say he wants VIP tickets.
1: (laughs) Come on down. If he's coming from, he's, he's from Scotland. Yes. I will get him VIP tickets to anywhere he wants.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Not a problem. Just, just no tequila for you, Kieran, because you know, you're underage. Oh, wow. America, in America, you're underage. In England, you might not be, but... Mm. In in America, you're underage. Uh,
1: (laughs) (laughs) How how old, if he's under 21, then it'll depend on the venue if I can get him in.
0: I think he's, (laughs) I think he just turned 18. Yeah. (laughs) Or seven, no, 17 or 18, one or the other.
1: Nice. I'm Um, glad he's tuning in.
0: That's cool. Yeah. You're not You're not twenty yet, Kieran. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what your fake ID says, and yes, of course you can go leash. Because um, I've known you for two years, Kieran. <laughs> We're going on two years. Um, but uh, now. Ha, have you been able to integrate with the social media route because i know you started before social media was as as the ascension of social media was going you were you were starting your journey but have you i know you mentioned tiktok which by the way Leesh said get on that tiktok i know uh, uh, my, but have my, you have, how has integrated how has the integration and you were as you were talking with your so
1: i was going to say regarding the social media um one of our friends um uh she keeps telling me she's like "You e, just go on so go, just go on uh tick you know and just throw video videos up every day stupid videos and just have fun with it and i keep saying i'll do it and i still haven't done it and um I need to do it, but that's yeah. So, uh, in terms of social media with 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 the band and currently, um, yeah, it, it, I mean we ha- you have to use it. It's it's a full part of the um, of the business, if you will, you know. Um, and we're always creating new uh, content and taking videos from what we do live, and you know, putting them as posts and stories. So that people can see what we do right um, Yeah, that hopefully we'll bring them to a the show, of course.
0: <laughs> it, uh, Kieran, the reason for the the, the reason for the uh, thing is because you deactivated the account, you transferred all your statistics to your current account. That's why that's why there's an error. You remember because uh, I think probably tech helped you uh, move everything over because you don't use that account anymore. So, there's not going to be any stats for that account anymore. Well, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. And I'm, I mean, even after two and a half years of being on Twitch, I still don't know. Have to, you know, I still throw shit at the wall and see what sticks. I don't know the first thing about TikTok. I just throw clips from the stream up on TikTok. And I don't even do that. I don't, I don't even do that as much as I used to. I mean, I just started at, after eight years of being, having a YouTube, I started actively actually getting consistent with posting on t- YouTube I saw that you do that and that's a good thing that is a good thing mm-hmm.
1: that's something I've always wanted to do and I just I just haven't put my effort into it so I commend you on that because I know right. that's not easy
0: you I, I would even being heavily intoxicated Kieran it takes a lot for me to get to get me to dance <laughs> 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 In the right, in the right audience, I will because at my cousin's wedding I did. But there you go. when a bunch of people get you know bring you into the center of the dance floor, it's hard. You know that's the problem being one of the you know being one of the groomsmen. You know you're <laughs> the center of attention.
1: You got no choice.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Speaking, speaking of, speaking of the wedding, he uh, here, he's the guy that got married. Hey, Webby. <laughs> um, but uh is there any advice to aspiring musicians that you could give i know we spoke about this a little bit before is there any advice to aspiring musicians that you could give
1: just keep working at it i always say just keep working at it because that's what keeps me going you know i Mm -hmm. keep working at it and i keep discovering new things about about the music and about what i can do as a musician and as a performer and that's what i Keeps the uh, the wheels turning, so just keep working, you know. And that's all you, that you can do. Is the day you stop working, the day you start, you stop discovering, you you stop learning.
0: Um, music's infinite, so that's the great thing about it. I agree, and that's I have the same approach with this. That you know, you got to keep evolving and trying to. I mean, before what when I I think I think I first messaged you back in October about doing this but the holidays yeah and all, that, all that shit and I, as i mentioned chat tony was supposed to be the first just chatting stream that i did but yep. that evolved into cousin vic being the first uh just chatting stream and you guys thoroughly enjoyed seeing me torture myself taste testing hot sauces <laughs> <laughs> which if you want to see the archive footage it is on youtube there it is. So, I'm checking it out after this, it is up on YouTube as it is. I mean, it is a site to see the world's largest hot sauce collection. But either way, seeing me taste test hot sauces and telling my cousin to go fuck himself is <laughs> or uh, it's good TV. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but also, I will point out that this is going to be on YouTube as well as I keep the archives because Twitch only keeps streams for a week after as an affiliate. So I move it to YouTube to make sure it stays. So I don't have to keep it on my computer in an occupied space. Excellent. By the way, Leash, if you do ha- if you're having Wi Fi issues, I might be able to help because I do know. I have some working knowledge of computers and internet, so you know. Let me know what's going on, and I might be able to help. Um, but I did wanted to ask, I did want to ask because you mentioned it with outdoor and indoor shows. From a wrestling standpoint, I've heard that a lot of people say that indoor shows are better because there's a roof. Mm. Do you have the same opinion with music where for those just just for those uh just for those who may not understand what I'm saying, in an in a off in a outdoor show, and Tony can uh, uh echo this, the sound has nothing to bounce off of cause there's no roof. So it's easier to hear everybody in the audience in an indoor show because, but speak to your preference, speak to what you have to say. Uh, so
1: for me as a performer, I just think it's more um, enjoyable for the um, consumer, you know, or the, the, the person coming to the show to be at an outdoor show. That's that's uh, that's my aspect. Just because of the um, overall environment, mm-hmm. you know, uh, being that it's outdoors, you can. It's usually a lot more um, less confinement. Um, you know, there's more. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a lot of times at indoor shows, especially, it can get a little too jammed. Right. You know. Um, and people are like on top of you, whereas an outdoor show, you, you kind of have a little more room. But in terms of, of sound, you make a great point. Um, it is much different sound wise. I right. agree with that. Totally.
0: And yes, Kieran Webby is a soccer fan. Number one, he might not be <laughs> He might not be a professor in the stream right now, so he might not notice your question. But yes, I can tell you he is a soccer fan and a big one at that. <laughs> um, I know because he's my cousin. That's you know i've mentioned that before so it's no big surprise um but just to put it out there now as i will mention it in upcoming streams that the next that hopefully the next stream the next time we do one of these it will be with a revisiting with cousin vic as i've been in contact with him it's just that me and tony were able to work out a day before i was at, well i i can't tell you when i'm going to be with vic because i don't know cuz I was able to work out a day with Tony before I was able to work out a day with Vic. Um, Mm -hmm. Not to say that I'm not excited to be here talking with Tony. (laughs) More just to (laughs) update everybody on the next time we will be doing a Just Chatting stream. But that's a part of the evolution of, you know, changing things and keeping things fresh of, I know how much people enjoy taking breaks from gaming and just sitting here watching me interview people because I think I do a solid job, not to toot my own horn, I think I do a solid job interviewing people and uh, doing I my agree. research. I did not pay Tony to say that. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I i mean, I think... Well, actually, is, th- is <sighs> there ever a hope? I, I mean, I know this might be a stupid question, but is there ever a hope to branch out or are you more than keen to stay as a local band or like if there's an opportunity if an opportunity presents itself to go elsewhere we have you- which is which is cool yeah we've done some shows outside
1: of the of new york state um and uh we've gotten hired for some weddings too in in different states so uh yeah the opportunities are have been definitely coming along nicely mm-hmm. and uh we've also had some opportunities to play. Um, like the thing is it's, it's again, like we all have day jobs. So if we're going to go to say Florida, it's gotta be worth it. A financially B right. taking off from work and stuff. Right. Um, mm-hmm. so, uh, yeah, we're very, very open to it. And, uh, in fact, we have two out of state shows, I believe between this year and next year. Um, it's not something that I'm too keen on personally, just because it's a lot of work. It would really just have to be, um, it's got to be really financially worth it. Like someone will have to hire us for like, you know, a big venue, let's say, or for like a wedding, let's say. So uh, definitely open for the opportunities, though, you know, 100%. The gear will travel.
0: So, so, uh, Kieran, what he's saying it is it, that it is. I possible, will be in Scotland.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that, <laughs> that maybe, so maybe at some point he'll be in Scotland
1: for the right amount of shekels.
0: <laughs> he even knows the proper currency. <laughs> 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 um, uh, but the little thing, the little uh, uh, what, uh, maybe you know tease that i dropped earlier was that the thought actually popped into my i'd be lying if i said because from the from the beginning of the streams i've always thought about the idea of what can i do to be different what can i like i don't that yeah, this not, is unique you know yeah uniqueness and. um Well, that's one of the reasons, you know, that's one of the reasons why I brought back the podcast, because I initially was just talking to Twitch streamers. But, you know, if we're taking a break from gaming, why not talk to people who have nothing to do with gaming? Right. Um, And talk to a musician. Um, (laughs) That's me. (laughs) 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 That's that's what you look. Is it, this is what I this is what I'm supposed to wave, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> but, Somebody uh,
1: tapping me on my shoulder,
0: telling me to wave. Yeah, <laughs> but um, you know, it, to further it, I've even thought about you know, big, you know, bigger, you know, bigger deals. Like, what about the idea of me going to a show and streaming your show on my account? But DMCA and copyrights and all that shit may. You know but it's like is it the same like i don't know i mean you might actually be able to speak to this is it different with the dmca and copyright if you're covering the song or is it still the same rules as far as that's regard if if it's a cover and not the actual song it's interesting
1: um i have had to- songs taken off
0: of youtube mm-hmm. um that we covered live
1: so, for example, we covered Hotel California as a band with Floodwire, um, and it was taken down by, I guess,
0: Well, I, know I don't they, know the powers that be, I don't know how to they, work, but. Uh, Some bands are, and I know them specifically, uh, the Eagles, right? Yes. I, I, from what I've heard, they're very strict with their, they're like Nintendo strict when it comes to copyrights. Well, I think that's what it is. I think certain bands are more on top of
1: it, and others aren't. So, you know, we've done a bunch of covers that have not, you know, gotten taken down. You know, you could see on my right on the Crush uh, Crush uh, YouTube and and
0: what my I would say YouTube. what what I have noticed from my perspective is Twitch seems to be less strict with it than YouTube is.
1: That's good. Yeah, because I think YouTube's probably the most strict. I would agree.
0: I I have. Twitch gives you the ability to play copyright royalty free music that got copyright struck on t- YouTube, but does not get copyright striked on Twitch. I got to switch over to Twitch. It, it's not, it doesn't affect your account, but it's just noticed as copyright striked, which means you can't, which I do think means you can't make money off of it. Right, right. Because, I even, mean, there's little, there's, yeah, right.
1: you're not making much on YouTube anyway, unless you're doing like, you know. Massive numbers, yeah. But you're right, right, right. right. And it's and all about, I don't even know too much about it, to be honest, because I've never gotten to
0: that level. Right. But I'm pretty sure it's like su- subscriber-based also. Subscriber-based and total hours watched. Oh, okay. There you go. Or with shorts. Sure, or views yeah. with shorts, because they want to play up the shorts. Yeah, it's more like a TikTok. right. <laughs> Which this is when Leash would say, get on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, I know. Sooner or later, you'll see it. <laughs> but, but yes, I did uh, actually think about going to you and asking about going to your shows and setting up to stream your shows. On... That'd be cool, man. Go for it. I've, I've had people offer to do that before. I mean, it's, it, it's a, you know, it's a thought. I mean, I don't know how I would do it, but <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I mean, as far as I know, I will, all I would need is a, Maybe a video camera and a laptop, or something like that, or maybe just a laptop. I don't. I don't yeah, even know. I mean the
1: the. I mean, it's probably I feel, not all that hard. Well, I can figure it's it out. About, but, yeah.
0: Or give me a it's tablet. You know, give me a tablet, and it, it might, the quality might not be the best, but watch the North Carolina. Watch the North Carolina. <laughs> watch it with my cousin, and you you know, you you'll see you'll see it affected, but the Wi-Fi affected it, you know. Mm. Wi-Fi and reception affected the quality of the stream when I was in uh, when I was with my cousin doing taste testing hot sauces.
1: Oh, okay, I got you.
0: Yeah, when I was taste testing the hot sauces, but I mean, what I what I will say is maybe me and Tony will keep on talking about it. And maybe you guys will hear an announcement about me doing a live stream live stream at a concert because I will say I did agree with Tony. I do agree with Tony that. I was at the mile last summer that was live, live band and it did help with the environment and made me, made us want to stay there a little bit longer because of the live band.
1: Yeah, man. I feel you there. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. I, I, I work with DJs, but I would rather see a live band over a DJ. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 and uh, you know, but I mean, this is where I would. Well, this is where we gotta cover the last thing, and the last thing is sure. Where can people find you? Sure. Yeah. Um.
1: So on Instagram, it's uh, I, I post almost daily with with the band. It's Crush with a K, K R U S H dot the dot band. Um. We're also having a a website created it's going to be crush the band.com that's k-r-u-s-h-t-h-e-b-a-n-d.com um and uh we also have facebook again crush k-r-u-s-h uh me personally i'm tony tone on instagram t-o-n-y-t-o-n-e two six one one um Yeah, those are going to be the the best spots to find me. Um, And I have a YouTube page. You can look up my name. It's just uh, Tony, T-O-N-Y, last name, A-R-P-O-G-L-O-U, Artiglue. Those are the best spots, for sure, to to find any sort of... Oh, and actually, I forgot, all sort of streaming platforms. You can find uh, my single, Three Years. You can find... uh, um, it's called Three Years by Tony Artiglou and Rob Rigolo, my bass player. He and I co-wrote a song. It's called Three Years. Um, that's on every streaming platform. That's uh, Spotify, uh, Amazon Music, uh, Apple Music, etc.
0: Well, before we go, it's only fitting that everybody hears, uh, Have You Ever Seen The Rain? Uh, that's what it's called, right? Which one? Uh, the one I played before. Uh, ever seen? Have, have you ever seen, seen The Rain? Yeah. Yeah, CCR? Yeah. As we test it out again.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest, Chet. I'm just glad that the command
0: video prompt
1: worked. Because
0: I will not do this that often, as it is uh, very frustrating to me. That's the one with uh, Evan, right? I know. Yeah, you're in the brick wall, you're behind a brick wall. Yeah. Or in front of a yeah. brick wall. That's at Craft uh, and Lindbrook. And since you mentioned it, before we go, as a aficionado of the alcoholic beverages, I feel like it would be inept not to mention or not to ask. I know you said tequila, but go to when you know you don't have to keep your composure, which I'd assure you have to keep your composure and keep your uh, faculties about you. Do I? No. <laughs> I mean, it depends. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't. know how you are when, you're, when you can let loose. Uh, you know.
1: <laughs> uh, drink of choice, I guess, is the question. Yeah, drink of choice. It's it, my go-to is eighteen hundred tequila. That's my go-to, Silver eighteen hundred tequila, and uh, if I'm gonna put a backslash with
0: that, it's gonna be Casamigos that'll put hair on your chest yep <laughs> that'll yep. put hair on your chest exactly <laughs> that'll put fucking hair on your chest <laughs> I know I've had Casamigos before <laughs> smooth um, that, uh, fireball's the only <laughs> thing that goes down smooth for me with shots fireball you said yeah but uh, uh, uh. southern comfort definitely is my go to but that's gotta stop Ooh. being my go to as bad nights have come from drinking too much southern comfort
1: gotcha, gotcha. You know, when
0: you paint your bathroom wall, it's, uh... <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> and no, ch- no chat, that is not where those clips came from. That is not where those clips came from <laughs> of, me, of me drunk. But, Leash, if you are still here, you unlocked a new character, of uh, a new Mike character as Mike drunk. As there are clips of me drunk from the the day of the Giants playoff game uh, a week and a half ago. Is this on YouTube? No, it's over here on Twitch. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to I was going to make clips. I was going to make clips, but I don't know. Make it short. I, I, I just didn't know how well that looked as far as No, me I know. Professionally I, I was tempted. I was tempted. I was very yeah. close, but I, I you know, pushing me being a top. I mean, at least I was here. At least I yeah. was home. So I was safe. I was I was safe and sound. I ended up passing out short, you know, on stream a little bit after, but that's beside the point. You know, you have uh, we we all have our uh, stories. Oh yeah. <laughs> which may not for be. sure. Uh, which may be the case for a. Uh, uh, conversation off stream. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but. You're funny, man. This is great. but um you know it's uh i i just gotta say before we go thank you i am happy that we have had the opportunity to finally get to this and that the holidays passed uh you know efficiently efficiently that well yeah i'm happy we got to this because we've been playing this for going on almost four months don't even know how. Yeah, I think three months. Three months going on almost yeah. three months, and I'm happy that we were able to get to this. Thank you for taking the time. Of course, yeah,
1: it was a pleasure, and and I had a blast. An hour and a half food bottle. Like, it felt like it was five minutes. Oh yeah, I mean,
0: I, <laughs> you know, I've been keeping, I've been keeping track of the time, but I do appreciate. it. It's funny, like
1: you said. No, of course, uh, you said it to me when we first got on. Like I don't even know how much long how long we were into it, and you're like. Um, well, I haven't introduced him yet, so let's go back and introduce him because we got, we started talking like we, we, you know, known each other for 30 years and just started going at it. And uh, yeah. it was cool, man. I really enjoyed this. I yeah, really and, enjoyed this.
0: I mean, and like I said, Chet, it might be a tease, but I'm actually talking seriously that if me and Tony could figure out the semantics, maybe you will see me at a live show. Uh, on a, one of Tony's shows down the road. We'd love to have you. Streaming, uh, you know dialing up the stream and getting things going but again thank you thank you to tony for joining us thanks and mike i if you guys want you know if you guys want to find him again it's tony tone on instagram i mean tony tone on instagram and you, you type in tony tone it will come up it's Tony cr- Tone two six one one on Instagram. two six one one that's the official handle and then <laughs> You can find everything else from there. Crush, yeah, everything yeah. else. You search him up on YouTube. You will find his name, which his name is right there in the top left. Oh, you cool. can find him in the. You can find him on it on YouTube. It because if I found him on YouTube, as you can, because that's where I got the clip from. But hmm. anything else, I once again will say blue in the say it till I'm blue in the face. Thank you to Tony for joining us. My pleasure, Mike. Have a great night, my friend. You too. I will be in touch, buddy. Thank you. Have a great night. Bye-bye. Later, buddy.